Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. I'm Dylan Tyre, and this is Believe in Ohio State. And welcome to Believe in Ohio State. Dylan Tyre here with you. Very happy to have you with me after an excellent past couple of episodes previewing the Ohio State defense and then previewing the Ohio State offense. So we're all set going into the 2020 season, all set going into week one against Nebraska, a game that, frankly, Ohio State is going to dominate, a game that next week we're going to preview in total But with all that in mind, this week we're going to talk about gambling Ohio State football, what it means to bet the Buckeyes, futures, player props, all that, and more going forward. So we've got that later in the episode, but right now we've got to start with what's going on around the Oval at Ohio State. First and foremost, as it relates to the Ohio State offense, Buckeyes head coach Ryan Day says that both Nicholas Petit-Ferrer and Paris Johnson will play at right tackle this season. Now, this is major news to me because last week we talked with Colin Haas Hill of 11 Warriors, and he said that he believed that Nicholas Petit-Ferrer would be the starting tackle for Ohio State. Now, I don't doubt that by any means whatsoever. But Paris Johnson is a big-time recruit. He's a five-star at right tackle for Ohio State, and frankly, it seems like he is ready to play. Now, Nicholas Petit-Ferrer was a five-star in his own right. He was the leading offensive tackle in his class in his own right. But hey, maybe Paris Johnson is just better. Maybe despite the fact that Nicholas Petit-Ferrer has more experience at Ohio State than Paris Johnson does, maybe Paris Johnson is a better football player. But with that in mind, despite the fact that Nicholas Petit-Ferrer is a five-star prospect, they're going to split time. 
Now, Nicholas Petit Frere might not be as good as Paris Johnson at this point in time, but because he has the experience, because Paris Johnson, frankly, doesn't have the experience, they are going to split time at right tackle for Ohio State. That is what Ryan Day, the head coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes, has said of yesterday. He says, Nicholas Petit Frere and Paris Johnson are going to both play at right tackle. Colin Haas Hill told us last week that in the time that he saw for Ohio State, in the time that he saw them practice, that Nicholas Petit Ferrer was repping as the starting right tackle at Ohio State. So I'm going to believe what Colin Haas Hill had to say. I'm going to say Nicholas Petit Ferrer will start at right tackle for Ohio State, but I also believe that Paris Johnson has the chance to play for the Ohio State Buckeyes. I think this could be a, kind of a, a duo at that position. I don't think it's going to be a rotating position whatsoever. But I think in the first couple of weeks for Ohio State, given the competition, I could see both of these players playing at right tackle in a battle being won in that time. Frankly, a battle could be won before week one for Ohio State. And if that battle were to be won, I think it's going to be Nicholas Petit Ferrer, just because he's the upperclassman, just because he has a little bit of experience in comparison to Paris Johnson. But as it stands right now, Ryan Day, the guy in charge, says that Nicholas Petit Ferrer and Paris Johnson will both play at right tackle, but I think that Nicholas Petit Ferrer will be the starter at right tackle for Ohio State. And right now, I've got to remind you about betonline.ag because betonline.ag is where it's at, frankly, right now. Everything that you need to know, everything that's happening is happening on BetOnline. And that's because the wait is finally over. Football is finally back. You might not be able to be at the Ohio State games this year, but you can still be in on all of that action at Bet Online. And frankly, I'm in on the action right now at Bet Online. I can't wait to give you my picks for Ohio State later in this episode. I've got all sorts of ideas, so stay tuned. But Bet Online, they've got everything from game spreads and totals to team props, player props, coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. They also always have their online casino. If you're not into sports betting, the online casino never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses they've got to offer. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So make sure to get in on all that action at betonline.ag. Frankly, there aren't going to be any props on the right tackle battle at Ohio State, but I just told you who I think is going to start at Ohio State, and that's Nicholas Petit Ferrer. Now let's talk about a little bit more of what Ryan Day said yesterday. He says the offense has also gotten reps in practice with two running backs on the field at once. So let's talk a little bit about what that means for Ohio State. In my mind, 
that makes me believe that Master Teague and Trey Sermon are going to be on the field at once for Ohio State. Master Teague, as we talked about last week with Colin Haas Hill, is a little bit more of a downhill runner for Ohio State. He's a little bit more of a bruiser, whereas Trey Sermon is a little bit more jukey, for lack of a better term. Maybe more of a dynamic runner for Ohio State. But those are frankly the top two running backs for Ohio State. Master Teague and Trey Sermon. But when Ohio State talks about having two running backs on the field at once, I don't think they are Trey Sermon and Master Teague. Despite the differences that I talked about, I think they're too similar. I think the other running back that Ryan Day is talking about is Demario McCall. I think he's more dynamic of an athlete than either one of those two football players. And I think, quite honestly, he's a guy that this coaching staff wants to get involved. I hinted at it last week. Demario McCall was one of the top running back recruits in the country. Not in Ohio, not in any other state, in the country. When he came to Ohio State, and he has not gotten any substantial time in the backfield, in the slot, anywhere for Ohio State. So when Ryan Day talks about the potential of having two running backs, in quotes, on the field at the same time for Ohio State, I think it's one of Master T or Trey Sermon, as well as Demario McCall. So keep an eye on that going forward. In all honesty, Ryan Day could be bluffing, He could be wanting Scott Frost and the Nebraska coaching staff to worry about planning for a two-running back set for Ohio State. But if that is the honest answer, that there are indeed two running backs on the field at once for Ohio State, I don't see it as Trey Sermon and Master Teague. I see it as Demario McCall and either one of those two, Master Teague or Trey Sermon. So keep an eye on that. Let's also talk about the quarterback conversation for Ohio State as it relates to the backup quarterbacks. We hinted at it a little bit last week. We didn't talk about much beyond Justin Fields, but I think it is important to talk about Justin Fields given um, the possibility of an injury first and foremost, but we're playing in a COVID-19 era right now where if Justin Fields, for whatever reason, were to test positive for COVID-19, I mean, a backup quarterback is going to have to play at some point for Ohio State if that happens. Is it going to be Gunnar Hoke? Is it going to be C.J. Stroud? Is it going to be Jack Miller? We don't know. Ohio State quarterback coach Corey Dennis says all three of those guys are ready to back up Justin Fields If we had to play tomorrow, says there's not an edge between Jack Miller and C.J. Stroud, both highly touted freshmen. I mean, in my mind, it's got to be Gunnar Hoke, right? Because he's played for Ohio State before. He's played Division I football before. Both C.J. Stroud and Jack Miller are true freshmen at Ohio State. They've never taken a snap in the shoe 
regardless of whether there are fans in the stadium. They've never taken a snap in the Big Ten, and they've never taken a snap as an NCAA Division I athlete. So for my money, I'm going to bet on Gunnar Hoke being the backup quarterback for Ohio State with a short leash. With a short leash. And that's because I I believe Corey Dennis when he says that C.J. Stroud and Jack Miller are ready to back up Justin Fields. But I think if anything happens to Justin Fields, whether it's an injury or COVID-19, I see Gunnar Hoke taking over in the immediate, or in the immediate future, rather. But if there's a, a lack of skill there, I mean, for lack of a better term, if he's bad, I mean, I see one of those freshmen having the ability to take over. And if it was going to be one of those freshmen, I think it's going to be C.J. Stroud for Ohio State. So take that for what it's worth. Take it, uh, I mean, that's me telling you that. That's not an Ohio State coach telling you that, but that's kind of my feeling about the situation right now. I don't expect Justin Fields to get COVID-19. I don't expect him to get injured, frankly, because I think he's that good, and I think he's that focused going into this season. I think he's being very careful right now. I think he has the opportunity to win a Heisman Trophy. I think he knows he has the opportunity to win a Heisman Trophy. And if he's able to do that, I think he has the ability to be the number one overall pick in the NFL draft next season. And I think Justin Fields knows that. And I think that's why he's taking everything very, very seriously. He's never considered an opt-out at Ohio State. He's always wanted to play this season, just like Trevor Lawrence has at Clemson. Justin Fields has always wanted to play this season, and I think he's being very, very serious about understanding the play calling, understanding the philosophy at Ohio State, and I also think he's being very serious about COVID-19. I don't think he's taking any risks right now because Justin Fields is smart. Because Justin Fields understands the situation at hand right now. He knows that if he were to get injured or if that he were to get COVID-19, his draft stock would in all likelihood drop. He wants to be as high a pick as possible because that means he's going to make as much money as possible. And he knows if he were not to play this season that he wouldn't be the number one overall pick. So he had to play this season for Ohio State which is why he's all in on a season happening, which is why he's all in on getting ready for week one, Ohio State against Nebraska. He's all in for that. He knows he has to produce this season, which is why I truly believe he's going to be ready to go, which is why I truly believe he is going to be the best quarterback in the nation this season. I don't think there is anything stepping in the way of Justin Fields. So I believe 100% in the Ohio State quarterback situation this year. So that's going to do it for Around the Oval. I just wanted to update you on some of the things that we talked about last week, a little bit more clarity on the episode this week after we previewed the Ohio State offense last week with Colin Haas Hill of 11 Warriors. A little bit more clarity as a couple of coaches have spoken with the media. Justin Fields has spoken with the media, so I just wanted to update you on what I'd heard from there. But as I promised last week, 
Today's episode is going to be all about gambling, all about betting Ohio State football. And there aren't really player props readily available for Ohio State yet. I imagine that'll happen a couple of days before Ohio State's opening kickoff against Nebraska. And I'll be very, very happy to update you when that comes. But there are plenty of season props available for Ohio State right now, season props available for Justin Fields. So let's get ready to get over that right now for Ohio State. Let's talk about the college football playoff. I mean, in my mind, Ohio State's going to make the college football playoff. Outside of Clemson, the ACC has not looked good. I mean, North Carolina's looked pretty good, but obviously very, very beatable. Notre Dame in the ACC this season, they've looked pretty good, but I think they're very, very beatable. Obviously, Miami, the U, they were beaten by Clemson last week. Good but very, very beatable. So Clemson's there. I think Clemson is going to make the college football playoff, the final four out of the ACC. Maybe, maybe North Carolina, if they were to go undefeated and lose to Clemson, I mean, if they go undefeated and beat Clemson, they're definitely going to make the college football playoff in my mind, but I don't see them beating Clemson. But as it goes, The SEC, I think, is extremely weak this season. I don't think college football, frankly, is very good this season. I see Alabama is pretty good, Clemson's very good, and Ohio State is very good, despite the fact that they haven't played yet. But I think those are going to be the top three teams. I don't believe in Georgia whatsoever. Do not believe in Georgia whatsoever. I think they're a two-loss to three-loss team this season. Their quarterback situation is just too much for me to handle. Alabama, very good on offense. Their defense, very, very clearly against Ole Miss, is suspect at best. Very porous defense for Alabama. So quite frankly, I do not believe in the Crimson Tide. For me, it's going to come down to Clemson and Ohio State. But where I got going, as as it relates to Ohio State gambling, Ohio State betting for the 2020 season, The Buckeyes, to make the four-team college football playoff, are minus 275. So very clearly, their Vegas thinks Ohio State is, in all likelihood, going to go undefeated and that they're going to make the college football playoff. So not a whole lot of value there for Ohio State at minus 275. But let's talk about the national championship for Ohio State. Ohio State right now has the second-best odds to win the national title. They're tied with Alabama. Ohio State plus 300 to win the national title. Those odds tied with Alabama, second-best, behind Clemson. Clemson's plus 225 to win the national title. I'm going to tell you this in my opinion right now. I think there is zero opportunity that the Alabama Crimson Tide win the college football playoff and win the national championship this season. Their defense is atrocious. Don't come at me with DBU. LSU sucks. Don't come at me with DBU. Alabama, their defensive backfield sucks. Don't come at me with DBU. Ohio State's DBU. Let's just get that clear right now. Ohio State is DBU. And it has been since 2014. 
Ohio State is DBU. That's where the biggest questions are for Ohio State this season, in the defensive backfield. But if those guys are able to stand up, Ohio State is 1 million percent making the college football playoff, going undefeated in the regular season, winning the Big Ten title game, no matter who it's against, most likely Wisconsin. And they're going to the college football playoff if all that happens. In Ohio State, plus 300 to win the national title. Remember, Alabama is tied with Ohio State for those odds, plus 300 to win the national title. Did you watch Alabama play against Ole Miss? Do you think Ohio State's better than Alabama? I most certainly think Ohio State is better than Alabama. I've watched Clemson play a couple times this season. Clemson's good. Trevor Lawrence is good. Travis Etienne, very good. Is Ohio State better than Clemson? Should Ohio State have beaten Clemson? In the college football playoff last season? Quite frankly, I think so. I think Ohio State should have beaten Clemson last year in the college football playoff. They had a hurt J.K. Dobbins. They had a hurt Justin Fields. And it really came down to what? Ohio State's last possession? Losing that game? Justin Fields throwing just his third interception of the season? In the college football playoff? Ohio State plus 300, fantastic value. Hammer that right now. Ohio State plus 300 to win the college football playoff in COVID-19 era 2020. I love that bet. Hammer that bet. Ohio State plus 300. $100 to win $300. 10 to win 30. Whatever you want to put in, whatever unit you're working in, You are going to win money. I 85% think Ohio State wins a national championship this season. 85%. That's pretty high. I don't think Clemson has it in him. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is better than Justin Fields. I don't. I think Justin Fields is going to reach another level this season based off of the information that I have, based off of what I've heard. Justin Fields... Is Justin Fields is the Ohio State offense. Justin Fields is is the brain of the Ohio State offense. He's trying to learn the reasoning behind each and every play that Ohio State calls this season. What quarterback does that? I mean, NFL quarterbacks know the reasons behind play calls. Justin Fields wants to do that as a junior in college. I love that. So let's talk about the Heisman Trophy. Justin Fields right now has the second best odds to win the Heisman Trophy this season behind Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is plus 110 to win the Heisman Trophy. That's ridiculous. There's almost no value there. Why would you bet Trevor Lawrence to win the Heisman Trophy? I don't think he's gonna. Justin Fields plus 600 to win the Heisman Trophy. Plus 600. A guy that had near 50 touchdowns and three interceptions last year. As a sophomore in his first year in the Ohio State offense is plus 600 to win the Heisman Trophy. 
I love the value. Hammer the value right now. You have to make that bet. Justin Fields plus 600 to win the Heisman Trophy. Even if you don't believe he's going to win the Heisman Trophy, you have to bet that at that value just to get a little taste. Let me tell you why I think Justin Fields is going to win the Heisman Trophy this season. It's because of recency bias. Because Trevor Lawrence started the season earlier than Justin Fields, because he's played already one of his toughest games of the season against Miami last week, Trevor Lawrence that is, Justin Fields is going to be hot on everybody's minds. He's going to be the topic of conversation for a lot of people in college football right up until the voting. Groupthink is a real thing. If Justin Fields is going to dominate the Big Ten, which he's going to this season, Ohio State, frankly, shouldn't lose a game by 14 points this season. Shouldn't win a game by less than 14 points this season, excuse me. Ohio State's going to run over the Big Ten Conference this season. In my mind, Ohio State is very, very good. And Justin Fields is going to be the reason for a lot of that. He's going to put up huge numbers, running over good competition. Competition that's likely better than what we're seeing in the SEC, what we're seeing in the ACC, and damn better than what we're going to see in the Pac-12 and the Big 12, for that matter. So I love Justin Fields at plus 600 to win the Heisman Trophy. Going to put up huge numbers against good competition relative to what we've seen in college football this season. And I think recency bias gives him the trophy. We're going to see Justin Fields more of and sooner to when we're voting on the Heisman Trophy than we're going to see of Trevor Lawrence. So I love Justin Fields at plus 600 for the Heisman. No matter who you are, I would put a little money down on Justin Fields at plus 600 for the Heisman Trophy. $100 to win $600? Kidding me? $50 to win $300? You kidding me? Why not? Why not? The only other Ohio State football player that really, on paper, has a chance to win the Heisman Trophy this season is Trey Sermon. Running back, plus 3,300. I've got to be completely honest with you. What's the point? Don't bet that. I think Master Teague is going to be the feature back for Ohio State. I don't think it's going to be Trey Sermon. I think Trey Sermon, by the end of things, might be an afterthought this season. So don't put money down on Trey Sermon at plus 3,300. The money that you were going to use to put down on Trey Sermon, put that down on Justin Fields, plus 600 to win the Heisman Trophy. So those are my thoughts on Ohio State gambling going into the season. And that's not going to be it. We're going to have plenty of player props for the season going into week one against Nebraska. We're going to have Chris Olave receiving yards. We're going to have Justin Fields passing and rushing yards. We're going to have Master Teague and Trey Sermon rushing yards. Might have even more than that. So that's to come on Believe in Ohio State. But those are my thoughts on on some of the biggest lines for Ohio State gambling going into the 2020 season. But right now it's time for Buckeyes in the NFL. 
This is one of my favorite topics every week because Ohio State, it's a dominant program. They produce great NFL players. So let's go over what Ohio State players were able to do in week five of the NFL season. Marshawn Lattimore on Monday Night Football, frankly, won the game for the New Orleans Saints against the Chargers, stuffing Mike Williams, stuffing him. Just an amazing tackle to limit a first down play to win that game for New Orleans. A team that I've been down on all season. A team that struggled all season. So props to Marshawn Lattimore coming up big against Mike Williams there in overtime to beat the Los Angeles Chargers. Jerome Baker, linebacker in Miami, stays red hot. Seven tackles. And the Dolphins, 43-17 to win over the San Francisco 49ers. Jerome Baker, I've talked about him the past couple of weeks. Been a stud defensively for Miami, leading that team. Seven tackles to lead the team. The Dolphins beat the Niners 43-17. to Ezekiel Elliott for Dallas, 90 yards total. Two touchdowns, big day for Zeke, despite what happened to Dak Prescott. Unfortunately, there for Dak, best to him. But Ezekiel Elliott, huge game, 90 total yards, couple of touchdowns. Then Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel in Carolina, 64 yards on nine touches overall, five catches and four carries. I mean, that's decent. Christian McCaffrey out right now for Carolina. I want more. From Curtis Samuel. I need to see more from Curtis Samuel. Second round draft pick. Fantastic athlete. Frankly, I need to see more from Curtis Samuel. More than 64 yards on nine touches. Five catches, four carries, 64 yards. I need to see more from Curtis Samuel. I need to see the end zone. That means touchdowns for Curtis Samuel. And I just need to see more. Needs to be more of a contributor for Carolina if they're going to be good. So I'm a little bit disappointed right now in Curtis Samuel. Then let's talk about J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins in Baltimore is a little bit of an enigma for me right now. J.K. Dobbins, one carry for 34 yards in Baltimore's victory on Sunday. Why are you not giving the ball to J.K. Dobbins more? He's making the most of his touches. He's good. I don't get it. I don't get it with Baltimore. Baltimore, I think, despite their record right now, they've been good. But despite their record, I think they've underachieved a little bit. I think it's been a little bit disappointing for Baltimore given the talent they have. And I think they need to give the ball to J.K. Dobbins. I think J.K. Dobbins could be very, very good for the Baltimore Ravens. They haven't yet given him the reins to that backfield. I think it still could be coming. One carry for 34 yards on Sunday. So keep an eye on J.K. Dobbins. And the last thing that I want to talk about is obviously with the Washington football team, the quarterback situation there. Kyle Allen over Dwayne Haskins. Not You're not putting Dwayne Haskins at backup. You're not giving him the second string job. He's inactive. Alex Smith, who nearly lost his leg, Gets a spot active over Dwayne Haskins. It's a great story. 
congratulations to Alex Smith. I like Alex Smith. But that's an absolute joke. Dwayne Haskins had maybe the best game of his NFL career last week. You're not only benching him, he's inactive. Kyle Allen and Alex Smith over Dwayne Haskins, your first-round pick two seasons ago? That's an absolute joke. It's sad. It's disrespectful to Dwayne Haskins. He deserves that job. He has chemistry with Terry McLaurin. I can't give you anything more beyond that. Dwayne Haskins deserves that job. He deserves an opportunity. He hasn't even started 20 games in his NFL career. And they want to trade him. They want to put him inactive for a guy who almost lost his leg. It's an absolute joke. I don't know what's going on with Washington. I think you know where I'm going with this. What happened with Robert Griffin III there? Absolute stud his rookie year, and he just kind of dies, for lack of a better word, after that. No care in the world about him after that rookie year. Dwayne Haskins. Who knows what's happening there in Washington. But whatever it is, I do not like it. Now let's talk about my NFL picks from last week. As that does it for Buckeyes in the NFL. Red hot last week. I was absolutely red hot last week on my NFL picks. Finished the week off 4-2. and two. A little limited action last week. We missed a game because... Uh, one team had a bye. But 4-2 and two last week. I'm now 21-14 and 14 on the season, so feeling pretty good heading into NFL Week 6. Just to recap last week, remember, every week I'm betting the Bengals, the Washington football team, the Saints, the Raiders, the Lions, and the Colts because they boast the most Buckeyes in the National Football League. Game number one I missed. I had the Bengals covering 13.5 points against the Ravens. They were not able to do that. The offensive line, frankly, not good enough to support Joe Burrow there in Cincinnati, which is sad. But the Ravens covered that game, so I started off 0-1. But I had the Raiders covering 12.5 points against the Chiefs. I thought that was just way too many against the Chiefs. The Raiders beat the Chiefs outright. So I hit that bet. I'm 1-1 after two picks. Pick number three, the Rams. I had minus eight and a half against Washington. They were able to cover, cover handily. So I was up two games to one. Then Sunday at 425, the Colts and the Browns. I liked the Browns plus two and a half in that game because I don't think the Colts' offense is very good. I really, really do respect their defense. Their offense isn't anything, though. The Browns were able to do that. They won outright, so I hit that bet plus two and a half. Started off three and one. Sunday night football, the Vikings at the Seahawks. I had the Seahawks minus seven. They did win that game, but the Vikings hung around long enough. They made things difficult enough for the Seahawks. I did not hit that bet, Seahawks minus seven. So at that point, I was three and two. Then that took us to Monday night football. I had the Chargers covering seven and a half points against the Saints. I have bet against the Saints all season long. I do not believe in the Saints so I'm not going to bet with the Saints. The Chargers did indeed cover that 7.5 points. The Saints won that game in overtime, but I hit that bet, so I finished the week 4-2. and two. 
So overall, I am 21 and 14 heading in to week six. And here are my week six picks as we finish up this week of Believe in Ohio State. Now, I'm not going to have the Saints and the Raiders this week, and that's not because I don't like them. It's because they are on bye. So a couple of teams off out of the teams that I pick every week. But game number one, Sunday at 1 Eastern, it's the Bengals visiting the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts are eight-point favorites in that game, and I have Indy because I don't think the Bengals are good enough. I don't think their defense is good enough. I don't think their offensive line is good enough to support Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow is good enough to cover eight points, but I don't think the rest of the Cincinnati Bengals are good enough to cover those eight points. So I have the Colts minus eight for pick number one. Pick number two, Sunday at 1 Eastern as well, Lions at the Jaguars. My pick is the Lions minus three and a half. I just don't see it from Jacksonville. I think the Lions are going to catch a little bit of heat here towards the middle of the season. I think they're going to make a run in the NFC North. I think Matt Stafford is just better. I think their weapons are better than what Jacksonville has to offer. So I have the Lions minus three and a half in game two. Game number three, also Sunday at 1 Eastern, the Washington football team at the New York Giants. My pick is Washington plus three, because frankly, I think the Giants are not very good. I think the Giants suck for what it's worth. I think Washington can cover those three points, and I think they're going to win that game outright. No matter who starts at quarterback for Washington, no matter who plays in that game, I think Washington beats the Giants in an NFC East matchup. So that pick, Washington plus three, as we move on to game number four. Sunday night football, the Rams at the 49ers. The Rams are three-point favorites in that game. I think that is the easiest bet all season so far. Rams minus three. I don't think the 49ers have any shot. They tried to play Jimmy Garoppolo on Sunday. He was hurt. I don't think he's recovered at all for Sunday night football next week, so I love the Rams minus three in that game. On to Monday night football. It's the Cardinals at the Cowboys. I like the Cowboys plus two and a half in that game. I think the Cardinals have choked this season, frankly. I've liked to pick them a lot. I like Kyler Murray. I think he's very talented. I think they've I think they should have won more games than they have. But I think Andy Dalton delivers. He has so many weapons on that offense with Dallas, whether it's Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper. Ezekiel Elliott, there are so many weapons on that Dallas Cowboys offense. I think they win that game. So my final pick, Monday Night Football for NFL Week 6, is the Cowboys plus 2.5 against the Arizona Cardinals. That will do it for this week of Believe in Ohio State. As always, I thank you so much for joining me as we inch closer and closer to the 2020 Ohio State football season, kicking off week one against the Nebraska Cornhuskers at the Shoe, 12 p.m., just over a week from now. So again, thank you very much for joining me, and I will see you next time on Believe in Ohio State. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. 
The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.